Man, the things that God has prepared for them that love Him. I want you to praise Him one more time in the house today. Glory to God. Now, while you remain standing, today is membership Sunday. And uh, we've been talking about it now for the last couple of weeks. And all I simply say is, you know, if you've been praying and you've been worshiping with us and you feel like this is where the Lord would have you to plant your roots, then we certainly would invite you to become a part of this fellowship. I want you to understand, when you become a member of a church, you become a real part of the family. It's like an adoption paper. And everybody has a responsibility. When you're a member of something, that means if you don't carry your part, you know, it tells on everyone else. So I just would say to you that, you know, if, if you are in a position you feel like this is where the Lord wants you, and you want to be a part of this fellowship and help us to build the kingdom of God here at this place, you know, we're not the only church. We're part of the church. The church is a worldwide organism. It's not an organization. It's an organism. And it's worldwide. It reaches around the world. People of all kinds and all nations, all nationalities. And we're just a part of it. But we're so glad to be a part of it. Amen. If you feel like that the Lord has laid it on your heart to be a part of this fellowship, I want you to just come and stand right here in front of this uh, bouquet of flowers. We want to get a chance to introduce you to this congregation, that you be a part of this church and this fellowship. Amen. Praise the Lord. Keep on coming. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. Miss Patricia Cherry and Laverne were supposed to be standing up here today, but of course she's in the hospital. So we'll be doing this again before long, I'm sure, because they're the ones that was really on my case about wanting to be a member of this church. It's, a, it's, an, it's an extreme honor for me that you have chosen for me to be your pastor officially. I want you to know I don't take that lightly. I take it as a mandate from God to be the example to you where you can see Christ in me and that I can help lead you in your walk with the Lord and that we can all build the kingdom of God together. Amen. You may be seated out there. Now, what, what, the only thing I'm going to ask you, I, it doesn't matter to me what you used to be, what you used to do, and all of that. He that the Son of God hath made free is free indeed. So you don't have to answer any questions about some things that all of us don't like to talk about. All I'm going to ask you, if you know Jesus Christ as your Savior and your Lord, and you want to serve Him here at this place, is that your intention? All of you. All of you. Yes. Okay. Well, the next thing I'm going to do, I'm going to ask them to introduce themselves, and then, then you'll know them all by name, see? Every time you see them next Sunday now, you can call every one of them by their name. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm ask Roy Ingram if he can do it for me next week. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start right over here and uh, ask Tiffany to give us her name. I'm Tiffany Martin. All right, Tiffany Martin. Derek Martin. Derek Martin. Veronica Peoples. Veronica Peoples. Peoples, that's right. I, Ver Veronica Peoples, Peoples, and this is Orlando. Orlando Peoples. Orlando Peoples. You want some good Peoples? <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't pass up that. <laughs> I get teased all the time about being a hoe. <laughs> so I, I'm the howler. <laughs> I 
I got to have some peoples to howl at. All right. Joanne Ross. Joanne Ross. You did a good job with that song while I got a girl. Tammy Holloman. Tammy Holloman. Tammy Holloman. Okay. Connie Johnson. Connie Johnson. Edwin Blitch. Edward Blitch. Blitch. Edward. Yes. Edward. Right. Yeah. Edward Blitch. B L I T C H. Yes, sir. Edward Blitch. Rosa Nero. Rosa Nero. Rosa Nero. Bless the Lord. Let's give all of these a hand. We're so glad. Welcome them. Stand up. Let's welcome them. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Amen. All right, folks. When the service is over, I want to ask you to stand out, line up against the wall, the further wall there in the foyer. And these folks can give you the right hand of fellowship as you leave today, okay? Thank you so much. God bless you. We're honored that you are a part, officially, of this church. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. He's the king of the Jews. He's the king of Israel. He's the king of righteousness. He's the king of the ages. He's the king of heaven. He's the king of glory. He's the king of kings. And he's the Lord of lords. That's my king. I wonder do you know him. My king is a sovereign king. No means of measure can define his limitless love. He's enduringly strong. phenomenon that has ever crossed the horizon of this world. He's God's son. He's a sinner's savior. He's the centerpiece of civilization. He's unparalleled. He's unprecedented. He is the loftiest idea in literature. He's the highest personality in philosophy. He's the fundamental doctrine of true theology. He's the only one qualified to be at all Savior. I wonder if you know him today. He supplies strength for the weak. He's available for the tempted and the tried. He sympathizes and he saves. He strengthens and sustains. He guards and he guides. He heals the sick. He cleans the lepers. He forgives sinners. He discharges debtors. He delivers the captives. He defends the feeble. He blesses That's right. Amen. Amen. Yes. 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 Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
<laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. That's my king. That's my king. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's my king. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> That's Dr. S.M. Lockridge. No one, no one can talk like he can. And just, he's going on to glory now. And uh, he also said, when he was talking about God and, and the, how God is all powerful, he says, in the beginning God. So where did God come from? He came from nowhere because there wasn't anywhere for him to come from. And coming from nowhere, he stood on nothing. And the reason he had to stand on nothing, there was nowhere for him to stand. And standing on nothing, he reached out to where there was nowhere to reach. And he caught something when there was nothing to catch. And he hung on to nothing and told it to stay there. Standing on nothing, he took the hammer of his own will and he struck the anvil of his omnipotence and sparks flew and he caught them on the tips of his fingers and flung them out into space and bedecked the heavens with stars. And nobody said a word. The reason nobody said anything, there wasn't anyone there to say anything. So God himself said, that's good. <laughs> Amen. No one like him. <laughs> they couldn't live with him and they sure can't live. We sure can't live without him. What a God. What a God we're serving today. Hallelujah. I hope you're excited about the Lord and what God is getting ready to do right here. I'll tell you, since we started these Monday night prayer, we have had some really powerful Sunday morning services. These Monday night prayers... I believe, are breaking through some barriers and helping us to be able to get into an area of loving the Lord and being committed to Him like never before. This past Wednesday was Ash Wednesday. It was the beginning of Lent, which is 40 days until Easter. And in Lent is when you prepare yourself and are willing to give up some things. I know we just had a two-week fast here at the church. But I just feel in my spirit that some of you would like to join together with me. And let's give up something else for these next few days till we get to Easter as we prepare ourselves for what God is wanting to do. I believe that there is an unprecedented assault that is going on against the people of God and we have to prepare ourselves. We already have the assurance from God's Word that we're going to win this thing, folks. And I want to read there today, if I may. I want you to turn with me to Isaiah chapter 54. And I want to begin reading in verse 11. And I want to read through verse 17 in Isaiah 54. I want you to look at this. Now, this is God talking to the nation Israel, which is de depicted to us as the Old Testament version of the church. And so he's giving instructions to them. Isaiah 54, let's start in verse 11. O thou afflicted, tossed with tempest, and not comforted, behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors, and lay thy foundations with sapphires. I will make thy windows of agates and thy gates of carbuncles and all thy borders of pleasant stones and all thy children shall be taught of the Lord and shall be the peace of thy children. In righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression for thou shalt not fear and from terror for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, 
and bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. For no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I, want you to, I wanted to read that to you because it is an absolute declaration of victory that the Lord has given to us. That it doesn't matter what Satan tries to throw against you, he can't win. And he won't win. We're going to win. This is an absolute and complete confirmation from the Word of God about that. How many times has the enemy boasted that he's going to He's going to defeat you. He's going to defeat you through your family. He's going to defeat you through your children. He's going to defeat you through other areas of your life. And you have even been fearful from time to time because you felt like that the, that the deck was stacked so hard against you that you didn't know whether or not you would be able to take it. You remember a few years ago, when Khrushchev, who was, the, who was the head of Russia at that time, remember when he said he would walk on our graves. Remember he said our children would be speaking Russian. Remember he said that those were times, he said, we're going to bury you, he told our president. But remember the time came. Remember the time when Ronald Reagan said, Mr. Gorbachev, Tear down that wall. Do you remember that? That was the wall separating East and West Berlin. And it literally was the crumbling and the end of communism in that country. Even when Satan had bared his face and had declared that we would all by now be speaking Russian. And they had gathered all of their tremendous power and armies and arsenal had even set it up 90 miles off the coast of Florida in Cuba. They had the missiles directed right straight toward the United States of America. I remember those times. I remember those times of wondering what day this evil man was going to release those rockets against this nation. But I want to tell you, you underestimate the power of this nation. And I'm not talking about power that comes from armies and navies and marines and air forces. I'm talking about power that comes from the people of God that believe the Word of God that says if my people that are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I'll forgive their sin and I'll heal their land. God said, I want you to know He's talking to the nation of Israel. I want you to know God's got different plans than the ones that Satan's got. He is saying, oh, afflicted city. He said, oh, thou afflicted, tossed with tempest and not comforted. He said, I know you're going through a lot of junk. And I know there's a lot of stuff that is stacked against you. God said, but I just want you to know. I want to read it to you from a, from a different translation. He said, I will build you with stones of turquoise, your foundations with sapphires. I will make your battlements of rubies, your gates of sparkling jewels, and all your walls of precious stones. All your sons will be taught by the Lord and great will be your children's peace. In righteousness you will be established. Tyranny will be far from you. You will have nothing to fear. Terror will be far removed. It will not come near you. If anyone attacks you, it will not be my doing. Whoever attacks you will surrender to you. See, it is I who have created the blacksmith who fans the coals 
into flame and forges a weapon for its work. It is I who have created the destroyer to have work havoc. No weapon forged against you will prevail and you will refute every tongue that accuses you. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and this is their vindication from me, declares the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God says, I want you to rest assured. When the enemy comes against you, then like a flood, we're going to lift up a standard against him. Whenever things don't go your way, whenever it seems like all hell is breaking loose in your life and no one is honoring you or respecting the God that you stand for, God said, don't you ever worry. I've got the deck stacked in your favor. You're going to win this thing, folks. We're going to win this thing. There is absolutely nothing that's going to keep us from coming out on top at the end of the day. He said, oh, you afflicted, you afflicted church. In verse 11, oh, thou afflicted, tossed with tempest and not comforted. He says, I want you to know in all of your distress, you've been experiencing all of these tough times and all of this devastation, but God begins to prophesy over them. And he says, I'm beginning to turn it around. You know what? I can sense the turnaround. I can feel the turnaround. There's a turnaround going on at Gospel Temple Worship Center. There's a turnaround that's in progress right now. I can sense what God is doing. I preached last Sunday on the urgency of the moment. Being able to recognize what God is doing at this moment in time. And God is saying, when all of your enemies come against you, when health becomes an issue, when it seems like every report you get from the doctor is a bad report, God says, don't let that be your defeat. Don't let your mind dwell on that stuff. He says, because I'm for you. And when I'm for you, nothing can defeat you. I just want you to be assured of that today. Glory to God. He said, I made the blacksmith. The blacksmith is the one that blows on the coals and creates the weapons that will be used against you. I, I created the blacksmith. I created the metals that he used. I created the one that will use those weapons to just try to destroy you. But I want to give you certainty today that no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Hallelujah. And every accusation that comes against you, he said, I'm going to bring it to naught in the name of the Lord. I kept saying that the deck is stacked. I could say the fight is fixed. You know, when you fix a fight, you know ahead of time who's going to win. That's when the money bags goes to the guy that's heavily favored and gives him a big chunk of money that he'll take a dive and that he'll lose the, he'll lose the contest so that the guy that is not expected to win and all of the big bettors now have put their money on the little guy. So the big guy has got to take a fall. God says, I've got this thing stacked in your favor. The fight is fixed. It's fixed. David said, my heart is fixed. Oh Lord, my heart is fixed. God's already fixed the fight. We're going to win this thing. Hallelujah. Boy, it feels good. Hallelujah. You don't have to lose sleep at night wondering whether or not you're going to win. You don't have to worry whether or not your children are going to be defeated. Because I want to tell you, God's got His hand on everything you put your hand to. You represent the kingdom of God. Whatever you speak, that's the words of the Lord. Whatever you touch, that's the hand of the Lord. Wherever I go, that's the feet of the Lord. So when anybody asks me, how you doing preacher? I always say, I'm doing good. 
I'm doing the Lord's work and that's good. It may not be everything in my life. It's like it ought to be. There might be some battles going on, but I'm still doing good. I'm walking in good places. I'm saying good things. I'm speaking the right stuff because the fight's already fixed and I'm going to win this thing. I'm going to come out on top. Glory to the living God. Hallelujah. Forever and forever. The fight's fixed. What are you worried about? The fight's fixed. <laughs> you go have the big payday at the end of the journey. You don't have to worry about it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It may not be in the first round. It may not be in the second round. It might not even be in the fifth round. I can remember some of those fights now. Years ago, we didn't have all this stuff that you play with your thumbs like people do now. But we used to follow Joe Frazier and Muhammad Ali where he would sting like a bee, <laughs> jump around like a butterfly. You know, that was the big thing. And man, they would gather. I remember that killer in Manila where they had the fight of the century. The whole world was watching. Everybody thought this. I also remember when Leon Spinks that no one had ever heard about. He came along and beat the heavyweight champion. One fight. One victory. I read later where Leon Spinks was sweeping out the Atlanta Coliseum. That was his job now. He was working with a broom. He was a one-night wonder. But for one night, he won the battle. I've often wondered how much money was put on the champion for him to let Leon Spinks win one fight so he could come out on top. Well, I just want to tell you, when Jesus Christ died on that old rugged cross, and when he came forth out of that tomb on the third day, he destroyed death, he killed death, he overcame the grave, and now he is seated at the right hand of God the Father on high. You see, he's my lawyer. He's my lawyer. Now, you know, I, I, my, my lawyer is very important to me because the law would say I'm guilty. The law would say I deserve death. But my lawyer ha, is sitting at the right hand of God the Father. And he's saying... That old farm boy down there from Ori County, he's mine. He's mine. I know he acts like a fool sometimes. And, and, and I know he doesn't always get it right. And I know there's some days that he's kind of sickening, but he's mine. I bought him. <laughs> yeah, I paid for him. And he bought me back. He chose me, and now he's mine. So you just overlook him. I got him covered with my blood. Glory to God. I got him covered with my blood. Praise the Lord. I want you to know we're going to win this thing. The fight is fixed. I'm going to win. You're going to win. We're going to come out on top. And boy, that's exciting to me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But now don't underestimate your enemy. We have a determined enemy. The Bible says, as a roaring lion, he walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Notice, it didn't say he's a biting lion. It said he's a roaring lion. He's a loud noise. He's going to make you think he's going to overcome you. But he ain't got no teeth. 
His teeth was pulled at Calvary. And he can't do any damage gumming you. It, 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 just, it just ain't going to work. But he can't win, see? He's a roaring lion. He said, oh, oh, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get your children. I'm going to get your home. I'm going to get your marriage. I'm going to do you in on your job. You don't stand a chance. All that stuff that comes against you. You know how those people don't treat you right. You know so and so at church. They didn't even speak to you today. Can you believe that? After all you've done for them and they didn't even talk to you today. They must be mad with you. And they'll talk all that junk. He'll spill all that stuff in your ears. And if you don't have any better sense than to listen to it, he'll fill your mind. with all. And they may not even have an idea of anything that you're talking about. But the devil is fighting you and beating you with it. And finally you say, I ain't even going back to that church no more. They don't treat me right. Nobody's speaking to me. Amen. Come on. Let's grow up. Let's understand that the fight is fixed. And we're going to win this thing. Glory to God. The devil is roaring. He's mad. He's mad, but he can't win. <laughs> Glory to God. He's doing all he can to make you fearful. To make you fear for your children. To make you fear for your home. To make you fear for everything that's good and special and precious to us. But I want you to understand, he's nothing but a loud noise. He's not going to win. But now he studied your case. Look what it says. O thou afflicted, tossed with tiptus, and, and not comforted, behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors and lay thy foundations with sapphires. The weapons that our enemy is using against us, he has studied your weakness. This is why I tell people all the time, don't be telling the devil your weaknesses. The devil does not know what you're thinking. God knows what you're thinking. He's, he's omniscient. The devil is not omniscient. He is a higher power than you are. He's on the next level, but God's on a higher level. Stop telling the devil, well, I'm so bad off today I can't move. So I ain't going to move. Or my children are so bad. You never go amount to anything. How many times have we planted these kind of thoughts in the minds of other people by telling them they were no good, they were worthless? How many times, and, and you know as well as I do, children get on your nerves. And the older you get, the less nerves you have. And they'll get on your last one too if you don't watch it. And that's just the way it is. But they're children, and we have to understand that. But I want you to see, and I want you to understand today, that the Lord is still taking care of your children. They are your heritage. They are your seed. They are what you are going to leave in this world after you're gone. So it's important that we understand those things. But I've heard parents talk to their children and say, you just like your daddy. He wasn't no good, and you're not going to be any good. You just like, the, he was a drunk, you'll be a drunk. He was this, and so I've heard people say, preacher, I got it in my blood. Said my daddy was like that, and my granddaddy was like that. It's just part of our family. Don't you believe it. That's a lie of the devil, and you need to stop telling the devil all of your secrets. You need to tell them to the Lord. Call on the Lord and God will give you strength and power to be an overcomer in the name of Jesus, our blessed Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Remember over in the book of Esther when Haman made those hanging gallows. He was going to hang Mordecai on those, hang those big gallows. And he made those things 90 feet high. 
Now why in the world he would want to make it 90 feet high? That, this, this room at the highest level there is 22 feet and 8 inches. You think about something 90 feet high. That's how high the gallows were that he was going to hang Mordecai. He was going to do away with the Jewish race and therefore there'd be no Jesus. And he could hang him 90 feet high. So all of the other cities round about would see Mordecai swinging 90 feet up in the air. But while Haman was making all of these plans, God had an Esther in the palace. Glory to God. And God Almighty was on the throne. And it ended up Haman is the one that hung on those gallows and Mordecai was delivered. I'm telling you, when the devil wants to put you down, God is going to lift you up. Praise the Lord. It always works every time that way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I remember the time when the children of Israel crossed over the Red Sea and the Lord was delivering them and the armies of Pharaoh were behind and they were walking free on, on dry ground and the, and the armies of Pharaoh were right behind them. And I remember what Moses said, Israel, don't fear that uplifted sword. Don't fear the rattling of the chariots that you hear. Don't you worry about the devil trying to catch up with you. Don't you worry about what he's trying to pull you down with. There's a God in heaven that's on your side and we're going to win this thing. Just as soon as he spoke that thing, he lifted up his rod and the waters came back together and destroyed the armies of Pharaoh. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm telling you, he's still on the throne. You remember old Balaam the sorcerer? Balaam was going to curse Israel. But when he opened his mouth, it was not a curse. God turned that curse in his mouth into a blessing. <laughs> I like that. When those people would try to curse you, God can take that curse and turn it into a blessing. I'm telling you, He's God Almighty. Dr. S.M. Lockridge already told us there's none like Him. He said, oh, I wish I could describe Him. I think He did a pretty good job of describing Him. But that's the God we serve, folks. I want you to be encouraged today. I want you to be lifted up today. You're not going to find your help in Washington, D.C., you're not going to find your help in Columbia, South Carolina or even uptown Florence. Our help is in the name of the Lord. He is the one that we're looking to. He is the one that we're trusting. Glory to God. Glory to God. Got a couple of things. Brother Glenn Thompson was an Assembly of God missionary to Latin America. He went to Veracruz, Mexico to begin a big crusade said on the second day a witch confronted him. She said, you won't build a church here. I'm the oldest and most powerful witch. We're going to cast a spell on you. Thompson replied, I've had a spell on me since I was 10 years old when I accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior. Nothing you can do can influence my life. The witch danced around him chatting and sprinkling salt and pepper. <laughs> Thompson said, save your salt and pepper for your supper. We're covered by the blood of Jesus. You can't stop us. On the last night of the campaign, she was saved and baptized in the Holy Ghost. She burned all of her paraphernalia. She won 22 other witches to the Lord. And Matthew 16, 18 says, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Glory to God. No weapon. No weapon. Say it with me. No weapon. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. No weapon. Glory to God. Let me read to you what Dutch Sheets said and then I'm going to come to a close. 
Dutch Sheets said we had been ministering in Guatemala for a week with very few people coming to Christ. The people were listening but were not responding. I was to preach on the final night of our trip just as the service was about to begin. A team member told me about something he and the others had found on the far side of the village. A little girl, six or seven years old, was tied to a tree, not believing what they were seeing. They asked the family that lived there, why is this small girl tied to that tree? It was obvious that she lived there much like a dog in the backyard, nasty, filthy, helpless, and alone. She's crazy, the parents said. We can't control her. She hurts herself and others and runs away if we turn her loose. There's nothing else we can do for her, so we just have to leave her tied up. A voice said to me, Dutch said, tell them you're going to pray for the little insane girl across the village tied to the tree. Tell them you're going to do it in the name of Jesus you've been preaching about. Tell them that through him, you're going to break the evil powers controlling her. That when she is free and normal, they will then know that what you're preaching is true. He said, I said to the Lord, say what? And the Lord told him again. He said, I prayed. And on that moonlit night in a tiny remote village of Guatemala, with a handful of people in my audience, my life changed forever. Jesus came out of hiding. He became alive, relevant, sufficient, available. A hidden Jesus emerged from the cobwebs of theology. Boy, that's good. A yesterday Jesus became a today and forever Jesus. A Galilee Jesus became a Guatemala Jesus. For the first time, I understood the heavenly pattern. Jesus is the victor and we're the enforcers. Jesus is the redeemer. We're the releasers. Jesus is the head. We're the body. Yes, he set that little girl free that night and the village turned to Christ. Jesus prevailed through a sent one. The partnership goes on. God and humans. God and humans. That's the flow. God and humans. He's the power. We're the enforcers. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, no weapon, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. None of it. None of it. None of it. None of it. We're going to win this thing. The fight is fixed. You can be assured we're going to win this thing. Glory to God. I'm going to be in the victory march. I love the scripture that says we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ the Lord. Hallelujah. I want you to stand to your feet and break out in a praise unto the Lord and give Him glory and honor that is due unto His name. Hallelujah. He is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy to be praised. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody needs to be having them flags running back and forth across the front of this church. If we got anybody that's courageous enough, I wish you'd grab that flag and go running across this church. And there's another one on that side. We need to be honoring the Lord. Linda, how about get that flag right over there in that corner? Glory to God. David, you go get the one on the other side. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. No weapon. 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 Formed against you 
shall prosper. Hallelujah. Glory to God. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Glory to the Lord. God's already got it fixed, folks. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody said, I read the last page and we win. <laughs> I like that. We win this thing, folks. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. I want to take, we, we got plenty of time. That's why I like having all this time we have. I wonder, I just wonder, do we have anybody in the church today that's been bowed down in care and seems like all the problems of life that could have come against you and you need to just be set free by the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe there's enough power across the front of this church today that if you need to be set free, I wish you'd just come. Nobody don't have to pray for you. I just want you to come. I just want you to come and walk back and forth in front of this place. I believe, I believe you'll be set free in the name of Jesus. I believe that the Lord will give you that freedom that you need and that you're looking for. He's here. He's here. He's here in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Father, I praise you today. God, I honor your name today. You are worthy to be praised. And I have the assurance of your word that no weapon, no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. Glory to God. Glory to God. You made the weapon and you made the people that will use it. And you've already declared that they cannot win, but we are going to win in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Every you well, I want to pray for you, brother. Come down. here. I want to pray for you. Can you walk up here? You Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You Thank overcome. you. Praise you the Lord. Overcome. Hallelujah. Every high thing must come this down. man needs the touch of the Lord this morning. And I'm believing God for you him. I'm believing God. You no weapon you formed against my brother shall prosper. Glory to God. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, touch my brother now in the name of Jesus. Let your healing power flow. Glory to God. Heal his body. Heal his body. Heal his body, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Anybody else would like to be prayed for? Come on. I'm here. And the Lord is here. He'll touch you. And He'll minister to you. Anybody else need prayer? Feel free to come forth. Hallelujah. I know you need strength. You need encouragement. And I encourage you today. In the name of the Lord, no weapon, no weapon formed against you will prosper. Not sickness, not finances, none of that. None of that. That's just weapons. But they're not going to prosper. Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I praise you, Father. I give you glory. I give you honor. And I give you praise. Lord, touch. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Yes, I speak encouragement to you now. I speak the power of the Holy Spirit over you. In the name of Jesus. You'll be, you'll be that encouraging voice. You will have the words to speak that will give comfort to Him. That's what the Lord's calling you to now. You be His comfort and you be His strength. And He'll help you do that. You'll find in you strength you didn't know you had. That's the way God works. Because I know you feel like you're at the end of the rope sometimes. And you can't you do it anymore. You just can't do it anymore. But you can. 
has the God's, God's faithful, and He won't let you down. You can never be I'm agreeing with you in the name of Jesus. Father, I bless you now. Glory to God. I bless you now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, I pray for my brother. Thank you, Jesus, for your healing touch. Thank you, Lord, that you loved us when we were unlovable. Thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing in my brother's life. Thank you for your healing touch that's taking place even as we speak now. I'm speaking healing over you now in the name of Jesus that you choose, we choose life. It's our choice and we choose life in the name of Jesus. I speak healing and I speak complete life now by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen, brother. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Amen, brother. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Can we pray for our pastor? Praise God. Can we do that? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up my brother before you this morning, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that your Holy Spirit is here with us. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, that your healing power is with us today. And I thank you, Lord, for the prayer that was lifted up before me today. Thank you, Lord. And Father, I accept that. And Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray especially. Receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. That you just touch his life, touch his whole life, touch his whole body. In Jesus' name, I praise you, Lord, and I give you the glory for Jesus' sake. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. Praise you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God, brother. Love you, man. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right, Fred. I'm believing the Lord for you, buddy. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for Fred today. I thank you for what you're doing for him. I thank you for what you've already done for him. And in the name of Jesus, God, I just lift him up before you. Give him strength. Give him courage. Encourage him, Lord. We, we just bless him. And we speak encouragement over him. In the name of Jesus, that he'll receive the strength of the Lord day by day. In Jesus' name we pray. And we thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. No weapon, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You're going to win. You're going to win. The fight's fixed. You're going to win. Amen. Praise the Lord. Have a good afternoon. Thank you for coming to the house of God today. Glory to God. Amen, brother. Let me pray with you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God's doing something in your life, brother. Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak over my brother now. He 